Hello, Redlow friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Hello Redlow podcast. I'm your host, Terry Mullen, and I am so happy you're here. If you're new here, welcome. Redlow is older spelled backwards. I am older, and perhaps you are too. And I show up here each week trying to help each one of us step forward with our lives by navigating these life transitions, overcoming hard things, and rediscovering who we are now in this season of life. I have a great episode today, so sit back, listen in, and let's keep stepping forward. Oh, happy day. This is going to be a really fun episode, Redlow friends, and I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for showing up and being here. It happens to be my 60th birthday. But more importantly, it's the one-year birthday of launching my book, Step Forward. And that has brought me such joy. It has changed my life in so many ways. And so today, I kind of want to celebrate all of it. I want to celebrate the journey of being 60 and the 10 things that I'm really celebrating, what I'm grateful for, and then this journey of writing a book and what it's led me to and really helped me develop finding my voice. And so I want to encourage each one of you today. Maya Angelou says that I'd like to be known as an intelligent woman, a courageous woman, a loving woman, a woman who teaches by being. Wow, I just love that quote. I love Maya Angelou, as many of you probably know. But when I think about my life, I think I want to be known as those things. And hopefully with all that I'm doing in my life, the legacy I leave is those things, but also empowering other women to do the same, to feel that same way and to step forward with their lives. So let's start from the beginning. What am I really celebrating and most grateful for these last 60 years? Well, number one, first and foremost, it's being a mom, being a mom of four amazing now adult children. As I look back on my life, I'm so grateful for the years of raising my kids and being home full time. The journey of raising them has been truly one of my greatest joys. And I reflect of all the busy moments, the chaos, the fun moments, the laughters and the tears, I wouldn't trade anything for it. And we worked really hard at raising our kids. We made a lot of mistakes, but I think we did a lot of things right as well. And for me, being a mom has truly been my number one and greatest joy. The second thing I'm celebrating is being married for 34 years. Now, if you've been following me for a while or you bought my book, Step Forward, you know that we've had some amazing moments in our life and in our marriage. And then we also hit some really rocky roads. And it's been a journey to overcome those rocky roads and to start again and find myself in the midst of it all. And so I share some of this in my earlier episodes, especially the first one, I think it is, that I really talk about finding myself. I'm grateful for that crossroad or that midlife unwinding, as I call it, Brene Brown calls it an unraveling. But it was in that moment when I was able to really find my voice and remember who I am and rediscover the things that brought me joy and helped me step forward with my life. It became the motivation for me to write my book and to help other midlife women navigate these different life transitions that we have to step into and overcome hard things and then rediscover who they are that it's never too late to restart, rebuild, and revitalize your own dreams. The third thing I'm celebrating is my friends. And I share some of these friends in my book and stories about them and the adventures we've taken over these years. It's the friends for life. The friends that have known me for so long. They've seen me at my best and at my worst. 
They know me so well that they can finish my sentences. I can show up in my pajamas and just be myself with my hair down, no makeup. I can be raw and real and open and honest. I trust them. I trust their opinions and they can call me on my stuff. I know it comes from a place of love. And through this hard season that we went through, those are the friends that have been beside me and walked along this path with me. And it's hard to face that sometimes because you go through hard things and not everybody understands the change you've experienced. And we don't always show the world really what we're going through, right? So that's part of it. But those really safe friends, those friends that I have had for so long know me at my core. And I'm extremely grateful for each one of them. And I celebrate them today because they've been an instrumental part of my journey in my 60 years of life through getting married, to having our kids, raising our kids together, now attending each other's kids' weddings, watching their kids have kids, all of it. Something to celebrate. And if you have those friends in your life, as I've shared before in other podcasts, hold on to them. The fourth thing I'm celebrating is my relationship with my mother-in-law. Unfortunately, she's no longer here on this earth. But wow, there's no one that has taught me more in my life than her. And in the front of my book, I give a dedication and I say, although you left your earthly home a few years ago, your spirit remains with us and with me always. Thank you for teaching me just about everything. Thank you for showing me how to be a brave, courageous, strong, and independent woman and how to think on my own. Thank you for teaching me to say no. Thank you for showing me that love is an action. Thank you for being the most amazing grandmother, and she was. Most importantly, thank you for showing me the power of unconditional love and how to show up for those you love, both emotionally and physically, always. And she did. She was strong and opinionated, and she allowed me to get mad at her and love me anyway. She never left. She didn't get mad at me and leave because I had a difference of opinion. She was a safe place to land. I go on to say that I miss you every day, and I truly do. I am grateful that God brought you into my life for as long as he did. You were and always will be a mother to me. I will always love you more. I can barely get through that because I know today she would be so proud of me. She would be so proud of me for speaking my truth, speaking my voice, standing up for myself, and helping other women do the same. She was an advocate for women long before her time, and I miss our long talks, I miss her visits, I miss her loving arms, I miss the way she drank her coffee, I miss the way she taped her bangs to her forehead, yeah, don't even ask, I miss her fiery red hair and her fiery personality that was strong and full of opinions, and sassy at many times, I miss how she defended those she loved, I miss her every single day and her spirit will always live within each one of us. Thank you, Arlene, also known as Grandma Merlot, and I hope you have someone like that in your life. The fifth thing I'm celebrating is nature. Nature just blesses my heart and soul, and I am grateful for where I live. I look up at the beautiful bright blue sky. I see the mountains in the background. I love the contrast of the beautiful green palm trees, the green grass, and then the blooming flowers all around and the fresh air, especially this time of year. It just calms my senses. I take a walk every day and I'm just thankful to God every single day for the beauty that surrounds me. 
and I live close enough to this small mountain town, I've shared it before, where I can drive up and see the change of seasons with the snow and the changing of the fall leaves, and that just fills my heart and soul. I connect with nature in such a very deep way, and I feel that that's where I meet God. I hear the still, small whisper of God's voice when I'm out in nature alone, just walking, and I love to hear the sounds in nature as well. It has healed my soul in so many ways. And being in nature has become an instrumental part of my self-care practice. The sixth thing I'm grateful for is coffee. (laughs) For those of you that know me, you know how true this is, but I love a good cup of coffee. And I especially like an amazing latte. I love the pumpkin spice lattes, all the Christmas lattes. And if someone can nail it with that really fun, fancy design on a latte, wow, golden, that's just a treat for me. So I think even more than the coffee, I just enjoy sitting with a friend in a local coffee shop or on a sidewalk cafe and just connecting and engaging in deep conversation over a wonderful cup of coffee. So that just fills my heart and soul. It allows me to slow down and just really connect with someone one-on-one and hear about their life and what they're going through. And and being present in that way just fills my heart and soul. The seventh thing I'm celebrating is being a coach. Yeah, that's been a fun adventure. And I'm so grateful for each one of you that have walked along this path with me and allowed me to be part of your journey. I see so much magic in the world, especially in some amazing, strong, talented, intelligent women who are pouring good things into the world. And it just gives me such joy to help them clarify their calling and to step forward in their own power and fulfill their dreams and goals and to give back to the world with their amazing voice and experience. So I thank each one of you who has been a part of that journey. The eighth thing I'm celebrating is this podcast, this wonderful Hello Redlow podcast. I took a course several years ago, and it was teaching us to try these different things to kind of figure out what we were really passionate about. And the podcast aspect just kept lighting me up a little bit, kept thinking, wow, this sounds really interesting. And then one day, we were told to just do an intro. And as I did it, I realized, wow, I really enjoy this. And so from there on, I just kind of did it. I just dove in and decided to go all in and just see how it would land. And I started out just so basic. I put some headphones in my phone. I plugged it in. I hit the record button that we have on our iPhones. And I sat in my car and just recorded my episode. I didn't even really tell anybody I was doing it. I just kind of put it out there and just kind of started along the way. My family knew I was doing it, but I just never made a really big announcement. And then one day, I met a really good friend for dinner and she said, hey, I was talking to so-and-so and and she told me that you have a podcast. And I told her, no, there's no way Terry has a podcast. She would have told me. And I started laughing. I said, I do. And I just didn't want to tell anybody. I, at that point, was still playing really small. I was a little bit nervous. I'd really kind of been pretty vulnerable. Anyway, I look back at that moment. It really is pretty hilarious because it's so my personality. But from that, I have really evolved and I'm just grateful for this. I've had incredible feedback from a lot of people telling me how much they love my voice and the stories and it has reminded me and shown me what my gifts and talents are and I've had to really pause and listen to those just not only from the feedback but from the excitement that I feel in my soul when I sit here behind this microphone and I want to encourage you too that if you're on this journey of some 
personal growth and trying to figure out what's next for you or what your real strengths and talents are. Pay attention not only to the feedback that you get from people that you love and trust, but also from that excitement in your soul that you feel when you do something. Because there are clues, right? Life leaves us clues. Sometimes we just don't pay attention to them or we ignore them, right? The other thing I'm really grateful for is my book, Step Forward, and I'm celebrating it being one year. Woohoo! It was such an amazing journey. I was very intentional. I had just decided that, you know what? I really want to write a book. I've had several in me for most of my life. And so I found the helpers. I knew I couldn't do it alone. I signed up for a course. I set a really audacious goal to get it done within a certain time frame. And that really also was part of the the course process. And most of us already have our books written anyway, don't we? They're either in our mind or on our computer or tucked away somewhere in a drawer. And so the hardest part is just feeling overwhelmed because we don't really know how to get it published. We don't know how to get it to the finish line. And so this course really taught me to do that. And I am so grateful because I think about all the writers in years past that didn't have access to self-publishing, those writers that tried to get a publisher to print their book and were declined. So today we have KDP, we have Amazon, this Kindle Direct Publishing where we can self-publish. And it's amazing. It's a gift. And if you have a book in you, I want to encourage you to be vulnerable, to fulfill that dream and step forward and just go for it. Don't be stuck in perfectionism because as someone told me, done is better than perfect. And I feel that way because you're always going to want to change something that you write, but it's a timestamp for where you are right now. And just do it. Just get it done. If I can do this, so can you. And the last thing I'm celebrating is finding my voice. I am so proud of this journey and everything I've been through, all the hard things throughout my life. I've taken all that pain and turned it into a purpose. Or as Dean Graziosi says, make your mess your message. And I realize that it hasn't been a sprint. It's definitely been a marathon. It's been a journey. And it's just been putting one foot in front of the other and being willing to take that risk and put myself out there. And sometimes it's literally like closing my eyes and just jumping in and going for it and not even thinking about it. Because sometimes that's just the way you have to do it. If we think about it too much, it causes inaction, right? In my book, I talk about 10 shoes as metaphors. They were the 10 shoes that I needed to step into in order to step forward with my life. The last shoe I talk about is the Radiant Ruby Slipper. And it really is probably my favorite because it really is a culmination of everything. It was really... For me, when I stepped into these shoes, I realized I had arrived. I had arrived home and that everything I needed was already within me. I just had to learn it for myself. I had the courage. I'd already done really hard things. I had a brain in my head, even though I doubted and questioned and felt so unqualified at so many times. I had overcome a lot of things and solved a lot of problems. And I definitely have always had a big heart, a big empathetic heart and compassion for humanity and for others. And I see that in you too. I want you to pause for a moment and think back to some of the things that you've already done, those hard things that you've overcome. And I hope you feel empowered and inspired. I hope you see how absolutely amazing you are. And I hope you see the magic in you. And today, it's time for you to see your own potential, to step into those ruby slippers, step into your dreams. I'm encouraging you to write that book, to start that podcast, start that business, coach, travel, paint, Whatever it is you want to do, the world 
is waiting for your radiance. So yes, step into those ruby slippers, step forward, put one foot in front of the other, and follow that yellow brick road home back to you. You have always had a brain, you are smart, you are qualified, you are capable. It's time to stop doubting yourself and believe in all of your abilities, your gifts, and your talents that God has given you. So as I reflect on these last 60 years, I'm so grateful for the journey life has taken me, the wonderful moments and the really hard things. And my book really is about the journey through life, taking these wonderful and difficult moments in our life, taking that pain that we experience and turning it into a purpose. Because through it all, there's a purpose for our life. It's often in the midst of even the muck that we really find who we are. It's where I learned to find my voice. And I want to encourage you to do the same. Don't be afraid of the hard things you go through. Celebrate them because they teach you who you are and what you are. They will help you find your voice and rediscover who you are. In closing, I'd like to read you the last chapter in my book. It's called A Letter to You. Oprah Winfrey says, think like a queen. A queen is not afraid to fail. Failure is another stepping stone to greatness. And I want you to think like a queen. Straighten your crown, stand tall, step forward, radiate your light. I'm proud of you for showing up for yourself. Thank you for being here and listening to this podcast. And if you've purchased my book, thank you for that too. You're choosing you. Whenever you let go of parts of yourself that no longer serve you, you allow yourself to grow. You allow yourself to step into something beautiful and shine. Hard things change us. Hard things teach us who and what we are. Hard things help us step forward with our lives. And I see an amazing, strong, brave, beautiful, kind, tenacious, fun, and confident woman who showed up for herself. I see someone who's overcome some really hard things in her life. I see someone who, despite it all, still shows up for herself. I see someone who rises and steps forward. Now straighten your crown and shine your light out into the world. It's waiting just for you. And as for me, as I step forward into this next decade and this next part of my life, I want to live it with bold colors. I want to have no regrets. And for me, that means to lead confidently, live passionately, and love wholeheartedly. And today, I want to thank you for being here for showing up for yourself. And I also want you to know that you are seen, you are heard, you are loved, you are valued, and you belong right here. Until we meet again, may God truly bless you, and may you continue to step forward with your life.